Welcome to the Life Church Reno podcast. Here at Life Church, we seek to love God, love others, and make a difference. From wherever you're listening, we pray that this message impacts you. Well, the next 48 hours are among uh, some of the most anticipated hours of the entire year. People will gather with loved ones. People will consume more calories than seems humanly possible. People will play fun games, but the highlight for many will be the giving and receiving of presents. Now, some families uh, uh, open up. Every family has their present opening tradition. Some families will, will open up all the gifts on Christmas Eve. Some will open all of them on Christmas Day. Some will do maybe one gift Christmas Eve. We always do it. It's, it's, it's the grand surprise of the Christmas pajamas. And then the rest on Christmas Day. So let's do a show of hands. If, if you're at all of your present Christmas Eve people, people that have no ability to have delayed gratification, we've got a couple of you guys. And then what if you, what if you are all of your presents Christmas Day? Raise a hand. Okay, and then uh, what if you, uh, one, one present Christmas Eve, the rest Christmas Day, and all of God's people rose their hand. And so, uh, <laughs> now as you give and receive gifts, I want it to be a reminder to you that on Christmas, God gave us the greatest gift of all. He, he gave us Jesus. And I wanna talk to, to you today about what makes a gift great. And I'm going to give you five questions that we can answer as we look at gifts and wonder, is this gift great? And tonight I want us to look at the Christmas event through the lens of the most well-known Bible verse of all, John 3.16, which says, For God so loved the world that, that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but will have eternal Life. Here's the first question about what makes a gift great. Number one, who's the gift from? The first question you gotta answer is who is this gift from? Who, who a gift is from means everything. Last year, uh, when, when our youngest was Michael was three and our second youngest, Teddy, was six, gave us these Christmas ornaments and they mean a lot to Claire and I. We plan to have those on our tree for many, many, many years to come. But, but if just a couple of my buddies gave me the same gift, <laughs> like... Like if Pastor Scott, Pastor Greg gave me that exact same gift, it just wouldn't. Now, we do have these for sale on the patio afterwards. <laughs> but if they gave me the same gift, it wouldn't mean the same thing. Because the first question that makes the biggest difference about the importance of a gift is, who is it from? And, and, and so as we look at John 3.16, it tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave. The best gifts come from the people most special to us. And so we know this gift of Christmas, it's a gift that comes from the God of the universe, the, the God who, who, who created everything, who could give us anything, and he chooses to give us the gift that is Christmas, and so it means, so who, who better to receive a gift from than the, than the God of the universe? And so the first question we ask is, who's the gift from? And this gift is from God. There's no one better to receive a gift from, comes from the best possible person. But here's the second question. Why did they give us the gift? 
See, people give gifts for all different kinds of reasons. And maybe you had an office Christmas party where everyone brings a gift and then you guys play Dirty Santa where you take turns and then we steal each other's gifts. And, and, it's, and it's like, it's the Dirty Santa steal each other gift game. That's a, a way of, of, of giving gifts. Then there's the polite gift. You think if I give my UPS driver a gift, maybe I will get my packages in a more timely manner and it's polite, I'm gonna give a gift to my UPS guy. Then there's the reciprocal gift. You gave me a gift, now I feel obligated. Some of you in the last 24 hours, someone's dropped something by your house and, and you're like, oh, dang, now we gotta give them something. Now be honest, some of you have had that moment, right? The reciprocal, the, they gave me a gift, now I'm giving a gift back. And, and then there's the mandatory gift. Maybe you have a family that does secret Santa and it's been assigned to you. You will buy a gift for your sister-in-law. It was just random. You picked a hat at Thanksgiving. You're like, I'm buying it for my sister-in-law. I don't even really like my sister-in-law that much. <laughs> but it's the mandatory gift. But the best reason to give a gift is simply because you love somebody. And John 3.16 tells us why God gave the gift. It says, for God so loved the world he gave. The, the, the very best possible reason to ever give a gift is simply because you love somebody. And that's why God gave the gift of Christmas, simply because he loves you and he loves me. Here's a third question to ask. How much did this gift cost? Now, because of the miracle of the internet, you can know. You get this gift, you're like, I wonder how much this cost. You go to Amazon, and you know. The best gifts usually cost a lot, whether that be in money or in effort or in time or in creativity. We like gifts that feel like the person gave their very best. And when someone gives a costly gift, again, whether financial or their time or their talent, their effort, when someone gives a, a, a costly gift, it, it, it speaks to us of how much we mean to them. And so when we look at, at this gift of Christmas, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. The God who could have given you anything, the God who's already given you everything, chooses to give the most costly, precious, valuable thing he could possibly give. He gives his one and only son. It was the highest possible cost. No more valuable gift has ever been given than the gift that was given at Christmas. Here's the fourth question you ask. Does this gift meet a real need? Raise your hand if you like practical gifts. Raise your, do you like practical gifts? Like useful gifts? I googled the uh, top five uh, most practical, best gifts to give of a practical nature in 2022. Here's number one that came up. A little make your own Egg McMuffin at home breakfast sandwich maker. Now let's be honest, anyone here already have that? Anybody here own that? We got a couple here, anybody else own that, anybody? We had someone in this exact same section own that last service. Do you own that? No, no. You do own that? You, you just, your family wouldn't raise their hand with you? Um, it's, uh, but it's so you, it's like, yes, there was people that, and they said, you know what? We, own, we don't just own one, we own two of them. It's like, that's, I didn't even know it was a thing. I'm like, do I need one of those? It's uh, the second, another one of these. 
This is like a little airplane neck pillow, neck pillow that looks like someone just kind of took a towel and kind of folded it together and said, I'm gonna sell this for 40 bucks on Amazon, right? Like, oh, you take a towel, you wrap it around you on the airplane, give me $40 on Amazon. Anyone own this turtleneck pillow thing? Is it awesome? Is it awesome? Is it more than just a towel that you kind of wrap? Like a scarf, but awesome, worth it. These are, see, you need to get it. All right, let's see another here. Practical gifts. The bathtub caddy. If you're, we're gonna do the hand raise in a minute. All right. If, so it's just like this thing, you take long baths and it's like, you've got your glass of wine, candle, two oddly shaped egg things, and what looks like a piece of strawberry shortcake on the far side. Who owns the bathtub caddy? We've got some, it, we've got some people excited about this. It's, uh, I think we have one last one. Who knew that if you, you could get tired of just holding your drink, you could get like a little thing to like, you could, now you can hold it with a rope. Who, who knew you'd, anyone own this? I, do, I don't even see the upside. Either way, you're holding your drink. Your hand doesn't get cold. Fair, all right. When we're thinking about our gifts, we ask, does it meet a real need? And the good news of Christmas is that in Christmas, God is meeting our greatest need. The angels, as they appeared to the shepherds, said, do not be afraid, for I bring you good news for all the people. For unto us is born this day in the city of David, Bethlehem, a Savior, Christ the Lord. See, at Christmas, God met our greatest need. See, the thing is, I believe that there's something inside all of us that knows that, that we're broken in some ways. That's why, did you know, every year in America, $10 billion is spent on self-help books because there's something inside of us that says we're not who we wish we were. There's something inside of us that says there's something broken in parts of, of who I am, parts of us that, that, that aren't what we wish we, that we were. We know we've made some mistakes, we, we know we've done some things that hurt the ones, that, that, of the people that we love the most, and, and we carry around measures of guilt and shame and regret. And so at Christmas, God gives us the most practical gift possible. He gives us a Savior to save us from all of those things. He meets our greatest need. It's the most practical gift anyone's ever given. One preacher said it this way. If our greatest need had been information, God would have sent an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness. So God sent us a savior. Here's the final question to ask whenever you're looking at a gift. How long is this gift gonna last? <laughs> Some of you will give gifts to your children in the morning and they will break them by lunchtime. <laughs> then you have this ethical dilemma. Do I take it back? Get my money back? That's why we love shopping at Costco. Return anything, anytime. No questions asked. Hey, I bought this salad six months ago. Now it smells kind of funny. Can I have my money back? Sure, here's your money. Some of you will give your gifts, children gifts tomorrow, 
and they'll break by lunchtime. Other gifts you'll give your kids tomorrow by New Year's that they will be bored of them. The question, how long is this gift going to last? See, a good gift is one that will never be outgrown, will never wear out, never break down, and can never be stolen. A great gift lasts forever. And the gift of Christmas is this kind of gift. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but will have everlasting, eternal life. See, no matter what kind of extended warranty you bought on whatever you bought your kids, you know, you go, you're buying this bike at Target, and it's like, for $16, would you like the extended warranty? And you're like, no, I don't want it. And, and, but no matter if you spend the money or not, there's a time at which that warranty's going to expire. But the nature of the gift of Christmas is, it, is it's never gonna break and, 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 and the warranty's never going to expire. It's a gift forever and ever and ever. Even once we leave this life and go into the next, it's an eternal gift. It's an everlasting kind of gift. See, here's the thing about a gift. It only really is a gift once someone receives it. Have you ever tried to give someone a gift and they just wouldn't take it from you? And initially you think they're just being polite, like, hey, no, thank you. And you're like, no, I'd really like to give you that gift. They're like, no, 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 thank you. And you're like, no, I'd really like to give you this gift. And, and after the fourth time, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna keep my little neck pillow thing for myself. That's, that's for me now. And, and the nature of the gift of Christmas is we have to accept it. And in this verse tells us how. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son so that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. What does this mean to believe? It mean, it, this word believe is, is packed with a whole lot of meaning. It, it really means at the, very, at the beginning, it really means to believe that Jesus is who he said he was, to believe that Jesus is the son of God. To believe that, that Jesus came and lived the perfect life that you could never live. Some of you, your whole life, you've just been trying to be, just be perfect and, and, and you get frustrated because no matter how hard you try, you can't. I can't, you can't. But you believe that Jesus came and lived the perfect life that you never could and to believe that Jesus died the death that I deserve to die and you deserve to die. And that when, that when Jesus went to the cross, he was our substitute, taking the punishment and I deserve for everything I've ever done wrong, every wrong thought, every wrong action, every wrong motive, that, that he took the punishment I deserved and he took the punishment you deserved on that cross. He died the death that you deserve to die. And then to believe that Jesus rose from the dead, conquering our greatest enemies in life, the enemy of our sin, the enemy of death. When Jesus conquered death, it means I don't have to fear death. He conquered hell, which means I would never have to go there, that he rose from the dead, conquering our greatest enemies. Really, it comes down to this, believing that he is your only hope, that, that no matter how hard you try, you can never be your own savior, that he came to be the savior that's your only hope. And I wonder if some of you, that the whole reason you're here, maybe you're here because you wanted to be. Maybe you're here because you didn't want to be rude to family that invited you. Either way, I'm glad you're here. But maybe there's some of you, the whole reason you're here 
is because you've never really accepted the real gift of Christmas. You've never become a follower of Jesus. You've never given your life to Christ. And if that's you, I'm gonna give you a chance to do it right now. Why don't we pray together? For some of you, maybe you've never even heard about this before. Or others of you, maybe you've heard about this stuff, but it's never made sense like it does right now. It's never clicked in your mind and your heart like it does right now. And there's something inside of you that's telling you that this is the most true thing you've ever heard in your life. And that today's the day that you accept the gift of Christmas, that you accept the gift of Christmas and he has a name and his name is Jesus. And you've come to a spot, you're coming to a spot even right now where you do believe that Jesus is the son of God. And you're coming to a spot even right now where you do believe that he lived the perfect life that you could never live. And you're coming to a spot right now where you're, you're, you believe that he died the death, took the penalty that I deserve and you deserve for our sin. He took it on himself as our substitute. He died the death we deserve to die. And you're coming to a point right now where you're coming to believe that he rose from the dead. And you've come to a spot where you realize, maybe for the first time, that he is your only hope. Where you don't want, don't want to keep living life on your own terms, where you're in charge. Living life your way on your own terms. But you want to live the rest of your life as a follower of Jesus. And if that's you, if you have never given your life to Christ, but there's something inside you saying, this is what you need to do. I'm gonna pray this prayer out loud. You can pray something silently in your heart, something like this. God, I need you. And I wanna accept the gift of Christmas. And I believe that Jesus is your son. And I believe he died on the cross for my sins. And I believe he rose from the dead. And I believe that he is my only hope. And I don't want to keep living life on my own terms, doing my own thing where I'm in charge. But I want to follow Jesus for the rest of my life. So Father, even right now, would you come and live inside of me and take control of me? in the person of your Holy Spirit. I wonder with everyone else's heads bowed and eyes closed, no one's looking around, it's just you and me. I wonder how many of you would say, you know what, I just prayed that prayer and really meant it for the first time. I just gave my life to Christ. If that's you, I just wanna know, no one else is looking around, it's just you and me. But if you prayed that prayer with me and really meant it for the first time, I just wanna ask you, I just, just you and me, just, just raise your hand up a little bit and look up and let your eyes meet mine. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time and really meant it, just raise up your hand and just look up at me with your eyes. I just wanna see you for a minute. I see you guys over on that left side. I see you there, buddy. Anyone else in this left section, my left? What about in the middle? Any of you say, you know what? I just prayed that, I just prayed that prayer to give my life to Christ. Anybody in this middle section? What, are here? what about over to my right? Anybody in this section who say, you know what? I just, I just prayed to give my life to Christ. Anybody over here? What about in this far section? Anybody else? Say, you know what? I just prayed to give my life to Christ. I see you over there, buddy. I see you in the back, bud. 
Anybody else? So Father, we thank you for the gift of Christmas. Lord, we need to know you see every set of hands, every set of eyes, and Lord, we need to know you see all of our hearts. And Lord, as we go into Christmas, these next couple of days, Lord, I pray that the reality of the greatest gift of all would be real for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Life Church Reno podcast. Remember to subscribe to hear more messages like this. And you can also find more information at lifechurchreno.com. Blessings to you.